Hey Daily Hopers, Nick here. We're in Psalm 74 today. Have you ever been tempted to think that God has forgotten about the suffering that's going on in the world? Or maybe God's forgotten about you and forgotten about the awful things that you're going through. This last year, with my father passing, there have been times where I've just been, I've felt so alone in my suffering. It feels like no one else could understand. They all were going around their happy lives without knowing the anguish in my heart. And there's even been times where I've, I've felt distant from God. Has he forgotten about me? As Asaph writes this psalm, he's actually recounting a dreadful moment in the nation of Judah. The time in 587 BC when the Babylonians swept into town this massive conquering army. And they took away most of the inhabitants of Jerusalem into captivity. And amongst all the other awful things that they did, they desecrated the temple, this which was the center of the kind of religious and social life of the city and the, the nation, uh, these evil guys came in and they destroyed it. It's like a, a nightmarish um, description of these guys with axes coming in and cutting up the carvings of them, defiling the temple, and them shouting out in this place where God's name was revered. They set up these idols. And it begins with this heartbreaking phrase, Oh God, why have you rejected us forever? Why does your anger smolder against the sheep of your pasture? He's in such deep anguish. How can these things have happened? Aren't we your people? Wasn't this your holy place? I don't understand, Lord. And he goes on and he says, we're given no signs from God. No prophets are left. And then he starts to get angry. How long will you let them mock you? Oh Lord, why do you hold back your hand, your right hand? Take it out of your garment and smash them with it. It's an imprecatory psalm where people bring down curses upon those who are perceived to be God's enemies or at the very least are their enemies, calling curses down upon others. You've noticed quite a few of the psalms are imprecatory psalms. But it's not the end of it because here the psalm takes a turn. There's 11 verses, then there's verse 12, and then there's another 11 verses. Verse 12 is the center point and kind of the theme of the whole psalm. But God is my king from long ago. He brings salvation on the earth. And it may not always be in the way that we want or in the timing that we would like, but he is the one who is working for salvation. And the psalmist here starts to invoke the name of God. And he says, you... You are the one who split open the sea by your power. You took us out of Egypt. You are the one who crushed the heads of Leviathan, these evil forces at work in the world around us. You open up the springs and streams. The day is yours and yours also the night. You established the sun and the moon. It was you who set the boundaries of the earth. My first point is this, that notwithstanding the awful things going on around us in the world and even in our own lives, God remains in control. Also, the psalmist is continuing to say, remember, Lord, remember us, Lord, remember who you are, Lord. Even as he's crying out in his anguish, he's saying, remember us. God's chest is big enough for our fists to beat off it. God, can't you see what's happening? I encourage you, friends, to pour out your hearts in, in um, earnest truth to the Lord about how you feel. He knows it anyway, so you may as well say it. 
but to remember at all times that he remains in control. The ironic thing, reading the Old Testament with cross eyes through the work of Jesus on the cross, actually all of us are God's enemies, says in Romans 3.23, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. A little later in chapter 6 of Romans, it says, the wages of sin is death. All of us have earned death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus, our Lord. So friends, my prayer for us as a church today is this, that notwithstanding the awful things we're going through and as we cry out to God, we would remember that he remains in control. We would remember that he has taken us through tough times in the past and he will do again in the future. And all of it, all of it would come to culmination remembering that he didn't pour his wrath out on us, but he extended his kindness and his mercy and his grace to us through what Jesus did on the cross. I look forward to seeing you at services this weekend, friends. Take care. Bye for now.